President Biden addressed the world. The United Auto Workers set a deadline to expand their strike. And entrepreneurs are selling off-brand weight loss drugs. That is some of what we'll get to today on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Wednesday, September 20th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 stories. Number one, President Biden urged world leaders not to abandon Ukraine. He spoke at the U.N. General Assembly in New York yesterday. But I ask you this. If we abandon the core principles of the United States to appease an aggressor, can any member state in this body feel confident that they are protected? If we allow Ukraine to be carved up, is the independence of any nation secure? His goal was to revive support for aid to Ukraine to help them repel Russia's invasion. The leaders of some developing countries are increasingly frustrated that funding for Ukraine is taking away from their efforts to raise money to address other problems. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky also addressed the group. He warned world leaders of the consequences of failing to stand up to Russia. War crimes must be punished. Deported people must come back home and the occupier must return to their own land. Zelensky will speak at the Security Council today before traveling to Washington to lobby for billions in new aid for Ukraine. The chance of a government shutdown is increasing after a failed House vote. That's story number two. House Republicans couldn't even get a procedural vote on a stopgap funding bill yesterday. And if Republicans did manage to get that bill passed, it probably would fail in the Senate. Republicans have a razor-thin majority, so House Speaker Kevin McCarthy needs to get his party's hard-right members on board. Otherwise, a funding bill would have to find support from Democrats, which could threaten his leadership. And the clock is ticking. Congress has until September 30th to reach an agreement and prevent a government shutdown. And there's another big event on the Hill today. Attorney General Merrick Garland is set to testify before the House Judiciary Committee. He'll likely be asked about the Justice Department's Hunter Biden investigation and Donald Trump's four criminal cases. Number three, the United Auto Workers threatened to expand their strike if talks don't progress by Friday. UAW President Sean Fain set the new deadline yesterday. He said there had to be serious progress in negotiations with the big three automakers by noon on Friday. Otherwise, more locals will join the 12,700 workers already on strike against Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis. He didn't specify which additional plants they'd picket. The UAW and companies remain far apart on terms for a new four-year contract. And the strike is politically important. Donald Trump is planning a rally in Detroit next week instead of attending the Republican presidential primary debate. And Democrats are urging President Biden to visit the picket lines. Number four, Azerbaijan launched a new attack on an Armenian-controlled region. Azerbaijan declared an anti-terrorist campaign in the Nagorno-Karabakh region yesterday. The region is internationally recognized as part of Azerbaijan, but it's largely populated by ethnic Armenians and is governed by the unrecognized Republic of Artsakh, with Armenian backing. 
Armenia has accused Azerbaijan of, quote, aiming to complete its policy of ethnic cleansing. The countries have fought two wars over the region, most recently in 2020. At number five, Louisiana police are being accused of holding detainees in a torture warehouse. A new lawsuit alleges that police in Baton Rouge detained resident Turnell Brown in a warehouse called the Brave Cave in June. Her lawyers claim she was subjected to strip and body cavity searches. She had been detained after police found legal prescription medications in her car during a traffic stop, and she was eventually released without charges. It's not the first time the Baton Rouge police have faced scrutiny over the use of the Brave Cave. In August, they were sued by another resident who also alleged he was beaten in the warehouse. It was shuttered after those allegations came to light. Number six, an industry is cashing in by selling Ozempic's main ingredient on the cheap. A post-analysis found more than two dozen websites that bypass doctors and pharmacies to sell semaglutide. That's the active ingredient in Ozempic and Wegovy, the popular new weight loss drugs. Last year, the FDA declared a shortage of Ozempic and Wegovy. That move allowed pharmacies to concoct their own, cheaper versions of the drugs. And now, even some entrepreneurs with criminal backgrounds are cashing in on the gold rush. Some sellers are wrongly advertising the off-brand medication as FDA-approved or marking them with disclaimers that they're not for human use. The FDA has warned consumers against buying off-brand, unregulated semaglutide. Number 7. Simone Biles secured the top spot on the U.S. World Championships gymnastics team. It wasn't an easy ride, with an early fall on bars leading to a very narrow margin with her closest competitor. But the biggest star in gymnastics got the job done at the selection event in Texas. Biles has dominated since her comeback to competitive gymnastics last month. She'll be the favorite to win the all-around gold at the World Championships in Belgium later this month. It'll be her first appearance in an international competition since she withdrew from several events at the Tokyo Olympics in 2021. After that, her sights are set on the 2024 Paris Olympics. That's the show for today. But one more thing. If you don't already listen to our afternoon podcast post reports, please check it out. You can hear my colleagues from around the newsroom digging in on exclusive reporting from the Post. Yesterday's show broke down the geopolitical crisis caused by a killing in Canada. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. Thank you.